Hello, this is Robin O'Neill. How are you guys? I wanted to catch up with you guys, let you guys know what's going on. Uh, During a year-long sabbatical that turned out to be much more than I had bargained for, I retired from the art world using a quote by actress Christy McNichol. And now I've launched the Robin's Gate podcast. Uh, What is it? Well, it's the natural follow-up to me reading stuff, which is the podcast I've been doing for, I believe it's almost 10 years now. And this is now the only place you can find me. Um, So head on over to your Patreon app if you already have it. If not, it's super easy. I just got it too. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash Robinsgate. Uh, Robin is spelled with a Y. Members already receive two episodes per week, both exclusive to Patreon. Um, And honestly, some of the things I have planned for the benefits of members throughout the year, I'm going to keep adding more and more benefits to the members. And they're really wild, the things I have planned. Things you can't even imagine. And I really do mean that. Nobody's offered shit like this on Patreon before. So, Get in, get in good, get in now, the Robin's Gate podcast. Let me try to describe it a little bit. Okay, the way I think about it, it's kind of feel good like Delilah from the radio. Anybody know Delilah? It's mi- It's like Delilah mixed with uh, the unhinged nature of the Wendy Williams show, uh, or Wendy herself, I would say. It's also a little bit cute, like Pizza Hut's Book It program, uh, and wholesome and practical, like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was. Yet at times, because you're, you know, you're dealing with me, there's also a little eroticism every now and then, kind of like Taxi Cab Confessions. Like you're watching Taxi Cab Confessions, but then your your, um, aunt who loves feeding you snacks, keeps coming in the room while you're trying to watch uh, Taxi Cab Confessions. And yeah, you get cheese and crackers and she's giving you like a crocheted afghan. But you're also getting the excitement of Taxi Cab Confessions at the same time. Does that make sense? It's a salad bar. It's a picnic. It's water. It's an unsolved mystery. It's a cult. Hopefully. Hey, let's make it a cult. Hey, Uh, it's my personal show and tell. And frankly, it's a love letter. It's a love letter to you guys. It's a love letter to myself. Uh, It's a love letter to everybody I've ever loved, everybody who I've ever hurt, everybody who has hurt me. It's a love letter to the world. Uh, And basically, I just like keeping you guys company. And um, I don't know. I'm trying to feel better about existing. And wouldn't that be nice if we all could feel a little bit better about existing? (laughs) That's all I think I've ever been looking to do when I recorded me reading stuff. And so, I don't know. Let's work on it together. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying real hard. I love you guys. I'll see you over there, okay? I know I've talked too much. Patreon.com, sorry, patreon.com forward slash Robin's Gate. See you over there. Bye-bye. Okay, now I'm going to give you guys just a little taste of 
I don't know, things similar to what you'll hear over on the podcast on Patreon if you subscribe. And I'll throw in a couple of things that are just for you, like this, um, yeah, I'm going to tell you guys about (laughs) uh, Vanderpump Rules and how I was involved in last year's season of Vanderpump Rules, vaguely. Uh, that's, I guess that's what YouTubers do when they like, they tease something that sounds bigger than it is, but it's actually kind of big once you see it. I mean, hear it (laughs) and see it. There will be photos too. Yeah. And just a couple of other things I'll paste in here so that you guys can kind of listen and see what's going on over on Robin's Gate. I have been dying to tell you guys the craziest thing. Does anybody out there, I don't think many of you do, but do any of you watch um, anything on Bravo, specifically Vanderpump Rules? Well, I know Vanderpump Rules was the biggest deal this past year. Uh, It made history in some way about a reality show, and I think it got nominated for Emmys, and it was just a big deal. Um, if you know the show Vanderpump Rules. And I have a history with the show only because I lived on the same street as where the show's filmed. It's a reality show, for those of you that don't know. And it's based on this, um, on all the hot young people who work at this young, cool bar in West Hollywood. And I was never into the show, although a lot of my friends were and always told me I would love it. And I don't know why I wasn't, but I had met a lot of them um, in various ways, just because of living that close to them, you know? And so it, then I got into it last year while I was kind of redecorating the house and going through a lot of stuff. And I got very obsessed with it. I would say I caught up on the entire thing. And then when this new season started, I became extra obsessed Um, to where I would need to watch the episodes, each scene, like four or five times because I really needed to focus on everybody in each scene's reaction in every second of each moment of the show. It was crazy. Like, I needed to make... And I took notes of a lot of it, and there there was a reason for this, and it's still sort of forming. But here's the crazy thing. Oh, I even found, um, you know, a photo of me with Lisa Vanderpump and another of the characters named Katie. And then I had another one with this guy named Peter and all this stuff. So I can put all of the, the I should, I'll put all my Vanderpump Rules photos up on the Patreon page when I publish this episode. And I'll also publish uh, the photos of the main thing that I cannot believe I'm about to say, which is, so upon the second viewing of the show... So at one point, I just kind of glanced over when I was watching um, this one scene with this guy named Tom Schwartz, and I had become interested in him because of his, he has these almost soliloquies, he has these bizarre ways of summing up what's going on in kind of poetic ways. Um, I'm not saying he's good or bad, I'm just telling you what he does a lot, and Anyway, I, I'm happening to notice the things he's saying, so I'm paying closer attention to him, and I glance over when he's talking, 
and he there the scene is in his um apartment and he has just recently been divorced so he has like a kind of like a studio apartment it looks like and it's a little bit of a mess and he has a shared custody of their dog and the there is a dog who is humping some sort of dog toy on top of Tom's bed Tom's bed is covered in a crocheted afghan that I immediately recognized. Why did I recognize this Afghan? Because it was the first Afghan I ever crocheted. And I gave it to a goodwill in Beverly Hills upon my departure from California when I moved to Washington State. And so there's a very, sorry, what I'm trying to say is there's a very high likelihood that that's my Afghan, you know, and that's what I thought immediately was like, this is so crazy and uncanny, but that's definitely it. And because this guy lives maybe, you know, a mile from where I used to live, it was obvious that he got the Afghan after I gave it to the Goodwill. And it was just so crazy, though, (laughs) to have something that I had gotten that was so intimate to me. I have all these photos, too. I should look for, for them of my old animals on that very Afghan with me. There's one photo I remember that Billy, my ex-husband, took um, of me on our really big, like, California king bed. It was just me asleep on my stomach and my cat and my dog, my cat, Kenny, and my dog, Henry, um, with me on top of that blanket. And so it's just it's just crazy. I, I And then I remember there was a professional photographer who was shooting me for some something, and that's the other photo I have of it in an earlier stage or parts of the blanket or something like that. So you'll, it's just nuts. You, if you are on Patreon and are, and are a member of the podcast over there, you'll see what I mean. But it really moved me. Did you just hear the train in the background? So nice. Yeah, it moved me. It touched me. It meant something to me that that happened. The... um it's just uncanny that that would <laughs> that would happen. I don't know. It just feels very exciting to me. So, and again, there's nothing else that needs to be done about it other than it happened, and now I get to tell you guys about it, and that's it, and that's good enough, and that's beautiful and special and fun, and it's what life is about, you know? It's just a really, I just wanted to share it. Thank you guys for listening. You don't even know what you're doing, you know? You're just like hanging out with your friends. You're going to get coffee and looking at Chad uh, at the Whole Foods and plotting your romances, hoping for the best. I remember another thing there at the Cosmic Cafe. We would just marvel at girls who were cooler than us because we dressed really plain because we lived in the suburbs and honestly back then in the 90s if you dressed a little like expressive where I lived 
it was just so much work to have to do it because people just don't get it. Does this make any sense? So, oh, sorry. I just said her name. I were very, let me just sit down. Watch the birds from the bench. This is nice. Let's check the wind though. It is too windy to do this here. Um, however, I'll just end the story really quick by telling you that, yeah, there were girls from like Dallas who would wear a funky hat or something. And we were just looking, looking down at our Heather Gray Gap tee, oversized tees with our stupid pants or jeans, like just some dumb looking jeans and some basic Keds or something. I don't know what I wore, Converse, I guess. It was kind of cool. I mean, we were like, on the verge of slightly cool, but really we're just like normal girls. Does that make sense? But we wanted to be better than that. We wanted to be like these other girls who clearly got hot guys. And so we were just like, what is going on? How are they wearing that beret and just acting like it's normal? Okay, so you guys have to watch. It's called FOBV, F-O-B-B-V. It's the Friends of Big Bear Valley. Uh, live cam on a um, American bald eagle nest. Now, yesterday, the female bald eagle finally laid her egg, and it is such a beautiful thing to watch because basically I thought it was cool just to watch her sitting there, and you get the Rukin figure view, which is from the back, so you see her just looking out over the lake, um that crown, that white crown of a head and the big body and you see the feathers moving. It's really cool because you're so close you can see um, the flesh of the bald eagle because the wind will sometimes lift the feathers. Oh, I just saw it lay on its egg. It's so cute. Anyway, um, one thing that happened when I was watching, she was just like really struggling with this one area trying to get this egg situated without one of the sticks from the nest like poking into it or fucking with it and you know you just realize when you watch a bald eagle well any bird protect its nest how delicate of a thing it is and imagining how good of a life it would be to just focus on that one thing for a while I mean I'm sure this bald eagle has plenty on her mind but anyway so as she was working on fixing the um, right where the egg is laying in the nest, there was this a couple of sticks that were poking into it a little bit, and you could tell she was very worried about it. She, she just kept delicately hovering her body over it, but not ever releasing her body on top of it because she was afraid the sticks would puncture it or something. Then out of nowhere, you hear this loud noise, and it's her boyfriend or whatever, and he comes up, and he's got a stick. He just comes up, oh, like, really strong, huge stick in his hand, and you can tell it's what she needed, and they, like, start working on it together. You guys can watch, I think, the recaps, too, but just tune in to the Friends of Big Bear Valley org. Anyway, you can watch their YouTube live feed, and it's the most fascinating thing, because you get this amazing vantage point of Big Bear Valley and the lake and um, from, you know, the nest of a bald eagle. It's just insane. It's one of the coolest things you'll see in a while. I mean, maybe you got to like birds or bald eagles. I mean, I'm obsessed with birds, so. What we do here is go back, 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 back.
You guys, that's it. That's all she wrote. I have COVID, so my voice is messed up. You got to hear about Vanderpump Rules. You got to hear about my Afghan. You got to hear about the bald eagle and its new little egg. Check it out over on Robin's Gate. That's patreon.com forward slash Robin's Gate. That's where you can find me. You can talk to me over there. You can ask me questions. You can answer my questions. I'm doing recommendation corners. I'm doing lectures about saltines. I'm doing mixtapes. What else? A million other things. Giveaways. Uh, People are going to be getting postcards left and right. Just get over there. Have a good day. Have a good weekend. I love you guys. Take care. Bye-bye.